hello if you haven't met me before my name is Anne and I'm a reader here at the Vine um, and as you probably appreciate realize that today's talk is, a, is connected to our discipleship but it's our understanding of who God is and how we can get to know him better I want to thank you so much for all the lovely uh, pictures and videos and amazing creativity that obviously abounds in the Vine and um, I didn't actually send any pictures because I thought I would actually bring some, um, you know, live ones, if you like. So there's my blanket, one of my blankets. And there is my, my picture of the eagle. And the thing is, though, I made them. I made the blanket out of balls of wool. And I made the eagle out of skeins of thread. So what's the point here? I created them from something, unlike God. As we've heard from Genesis 1, God created the universe from nothing. And some unbelievers have great difficulty with this. You believe that God has created something out of nothing. How absurd, they say. And this reply came from a well-known pastor. To create something out of nothing is difficult. But you believe that nothing created something out of nothing. And I think that's harder to believe, don't you? The thing to remember, though, that there was something before the universe was created. There was God. But in our rational 21st century world, it's hard to believe that there was a time before matter. Now, I could give you quite a good talk on matter, because as some of you may know that I'm a chemistry teacher, but I won't today. Up until the Renaissance in the 15th and 16th century, the Genesis account was more than sufficient for Christians who accepted it as the inspired word of God. So, if it only, so it's really only in the last 500 years that scientists and theologians have argued about the formation of the universe and Genesis 1. The astronomer Galileo, who followed the earlier work of Copernicus, got into very hot water with the church and ended his life with 10 years of house arrest. The Catholic Church have only just pardoned him at the end of the 20th century, saying that the earth travelled around the sun. And then, of course, there was that biologist, Charles Darwin, in the 19th century, who also upset the church, but fortunately for him, there was no inquisition around that point. As a scientist, I don't believe that modern scientific theories are contrary to believing in a creator God. In fact, I can just imagine uh, and picture God's delight when Copernicus realised that the earth travelled around the sun. I can imagine that he may have said to the angels, finally, someone has noticed that everything in the sky doesn't move in the same way all the time, and is thinking why. You see, I don't believe that it was a one-time creation, as I don't believe that God made the universe, wound it up like a great big clock, and let the universe get on with it. God has a hand in his creation today. God's creation is a dynamic, living thing that brings me to the why question, which I think is much more important than the how question. Why did God create the universe? As Christians, we say in our creed, in fact, we've said it this morning, we believe in one God, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. 
Why did he create it? And I believe he did so in order to reveal his character and his nature. Reveal it to whom? To what? To his final creation towards the end of day six of that epic week. To us. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So do we think God was lonely and wanted someone to communicate with? That's a sweet and heartwarming sentiment, but it's simply not true. God is independent of mankind. He is sufficient as himself. That is the nature of the Trinity. As John 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And we understand that God was talking about Jesus as the Word. God doesn't need the rest of creation for anything. He has the Trinity. And, God, and Paul spoke this in Acts when he spoke to the Athen Athenians. God who made the word, world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with man, men's hands, as though he needs anything since he gives life to all, breath and all things. So God created us because he wanted us. Our lives are not some meaningless creation made by a disinterested creator of the wind-up clock model. So even though God does not need us, he is still intensely interested in our lives. He deeply and tenderly loves us because, beyond comprehension, not because he has to out of need, but because he chooses to out of love. So what does the story of creation teach us? The creation story illuminates God's love for us. It is there in Genesis 1, where a particular phrase crops up frequently. And God saw that it was good. The sea and the sky, the plants, night and day, the seasons, the creatures of the sea and air, the land creatures, and at the end, us and God saw that he had what he had made and it was very good God thinks we are very good a loving God wants good things for his creation so he made sure that they were as I said God doesn't need creation but he chose to make us in his own image we were made to be a reflection of God and who he is he made us to bring glory to himself and the image of God can be seen in us as our spiritual nature, our longing for union for God, our aspiration to goodness. We model God's characteristics of patience, kindness, forgiveness and faithfulness. Our desire for community. To be like God, God to be like God also meant that we were given a choice and a free will. Without choice, no relationship can ever be real. 
God did not create robots. They would bring little glory to God. So God was prepared for rejection. We have a choice to be in relationship with God only because we have the ability not to do so. And I believe next week's talk will be looking at what happens when we choose not to follow in God's way. Part of what it means is to be made in the image of God is that we are endowed with freedom and with it the gift and privilege of ongoing creation. Creativity, however we choose to use it, is intrinsic to human life. God, God did not choose to impose limits on us to what we can do, even those things that can harm us. Instead, out of his love, he gave us freedom to use to, or abuse the world as we see fit. So every song written, whether in praise of God or denial of him, every poem, every painting or sculpture, every tool of medicine, every construction of stone and steel, every thought of word and deed is the outcome of the fullest sense of the great truth that we are made in the image of our creator. The ongoing act of using and exploring our God-given gifts, creating order out of chaos, if you like, and beauty out of formlessness, is God's gift to humanity and gives us creative ways to worship him. So what is our role in God's purpose for his creation? Because he made us in his image, then he must have wanted us to have a purpose, and that purpose is love. 1 John 4, we love because he first loved us. Creation happens because of love, and so we love God by worshipping him, and through that worship, firstly, we love others. We hold no discrimination in our hearts towards others. We are all God's creation in his image. We try to help others as we are able. The current situation we are in makes it hard to actually meet and do things for others, but we can still make phone calls, send letters, or any other creative way we can connect with others to show that they are cared for and loved. We can help or provide for food banks. We reflect God's love by our care for others. Secondly, so we love God by worshipping him, and through that worship, we look after the world he created. That's a massive topic and a sermon in itself. But even in these times, we can still recycle, maybe take out a membership for a group that looks after part of the creation. Or we try not to overspend from a certain online shop that will insist on sending multiple orders in multiple sized boxes. The blue recycling bin certainly gets overused then. And on a more positive note, how many of us are planning on growing more of our own vegetables this year? We love God by worshipping him and through that worship we are creative ourselves. God believes us to be a good creation. So how is your creativity? How many of us say, I'm not creative. I do it myself because I can't paint and draw but that's partly because I haven't been taught and partly because I prefer to spend my time being creative in other areas. Let's not have a downer on what we don't feel good at, but celebrate the things that we can do. But more importantly, we should always be looking for ways to do something new, something different. Sticking with what you know is not being creative, whether it's crafting, cooking, or being church. We are made to be creative like him. 
Creativity is not an optional extra that some of us have and some of us don't. I will unlikely be a Monet or a Picasso and it's true that some people are particularly gifted in some areas but that doesn't mean the rest of us are not creative. There is joy in creativity. I am sure God enjoyed using his imagination and originality to design, form and produce the universe. So we too should take delight in the things we create, whether it's a family meal, a new song or something to wear. Enjoy the creating, be adventurous and use your imagination and gifts he has given you. God made you in his image, so you are creative and it is good. So what is the message of God in the story of creation? The message of this story is that God created everything. He created everything to work together in harmony. Creation was only complete when you and I were created. God said that humanity was very good and it was a very good creation that he wants to have a relationship with because we were created out of love. And I want to finish with a poem that um, somebody who I respect very well, who unfortunately is no longer with us, and that's Rob Lacey, who wrote the Street Bible. And this is a poem he wrote about creation. God as the ultimate creative artist. First off, nothing but God. Three in one, the co-creators, the divine collaborators, musing, brooding until they burst with an eternity's creative urge, ideas exploding in one holy splurge. The cosmos in chaos. No shape, no form, no function. Just darkness, total. Until the great artists call lights and launches Project Cosmos. As building blocks, atoms, one ten millionth of a millimetre wide, crafted to construct a cosmos. Let's make stars, masses of stars. Think of a number, add a trillion, times it by the number of trees. A cosmos 140 billion times the size of our galaxy, as far as our telescopes can see. From stars programmed to self-steer to the microbalance of the biosphere. And let's have some fun with shapes, sizes, colours and textures. From fine detail to such extraordinary scale, from amoeba to killer whale, from plants with the medicinal properties to an extravagance of animal species, until let's make people like us, but human, flesh and bone, skin and bone. Each of us with 13 million miles of DNA inside, each of us located where body, mind and soul collide like us, humans. Let's set their mental screensaver to throw out questions, spark a hunger to explore. Let's hardwire infinity into their hearts, build in a desire to adore. Let's make them magnets for the beautiful, design their skin with goosebumps, ready to stand to attention whenever they connect with the wonderful. Let's make them spark into life as they find rhythm and rhyme, as they move through time from chaos to design. Let's make them creative like us, but human. And God said, fantastic. Amen. <laughs>